What's up, Whisper Nation, and welcome back to the Fantasy Whisperer Show. We are doing a Friday News and Nuggets edition, buying or selling these hype train pieces, puff pieces that are coming out of the NFL right now. If you're new to our channel, please hit that subscribe on your way in. Hit that like for us. It really, really helps our channel on that countdown there. Travis is like, <laughs> let's count them down. It's, Ew, hey, got trigger I, happy. I, yeah. Hey, so I think we just need to wrap it up with let's hit that dirty drop. Right here. Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny. I botched it, but like Johnny said, we are talking some news and nuggets from around the NFL training camp pieces today. But if you like that fresh fantasy football content and you want more of it, considering consider subscribing over to the YouTube channel and giving this and our other videos a like on your way in. That being said, welcome in Whisper Nation. My name is Big Travi. You can find me on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. I am joined by Johnny Game Time Hicks, who is about to fire me. You can find him on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. Johnny, uh, please, I'm I'm sorry about that, brother. It's all right. I I think you were trying to let me know behind the scenes. Hey, we got 30 seconds before this <laughs> yeah, intro drop. Now wrap it up, dude. Spit uh, it out. What are we doing dude. today? What wow, are we doing? Dude. It's Friday. Playing a little bit of the producer role there, uh, you know, for Johnny, and and that's what happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. This is going to be a great show. We're excited to get through some of these news and nuggets. we got a big show, a lot of news coming out. Obviously, training camp's in full force. Three weeks until football, Johnny. And that's just a reminder that your drafts are here. And if you want to da- dominate your draft, uh, I'm sorry, if you want to dominate your draft, it's time to download the Fantasy Whispers Draft Kit. It's officially here and it's better than ever. Our draft kit is fully loaded with premium player projections and rankings, consistency charts with over three years worth of data, cheat sheets, strength of schedule charts, and so much more. The TFW Draft Kit is available for an industry low $15. So head on over to thefantasywhispers.com and get your draft kit today. We will drop that link in the chat. Johnny, we're talking those news and notes. Um, yeah, I'm, just, before, I'm pumped, man. Dude, before we get into that, before we get into the news and notes, I got to say, man, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to take it. Can I get a Jacoby? Let's go, baby. Jacoby Myers blowing it up last night. Did you see that? Did you see that? The dude I mean, was. Yeah, uh, he looked good. Oh, he oh, looked oh, right. oh, he looked all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big Travis over here trying to keep it quiet because I already know he's going to try to snipe him from me in our draft uh, for our league of record. Speaking of drafts, though, we got a big one coming up this weekend of our listener league, which we'll get into after the show. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Walker Base coming in here. What's up, guys? How's it going, brother? We love that everybody's in here. If you could hit us with that like and subscribe on your way in, we would greatly appreciate it. So this is how we break it up. We break it up with news, actual hard-hitting news, and then we're going to break it up with nuggets, some puff pieces, some uh, hype pieces, things that we're going to do. So for the news, we're going to roll through this and just talk about some of these big highlights that we want to talk about uh, or um, big news stories coming out of camp. The first one, huge news, just shocking Ripple, ripple effects across the end. I don't know if you want to tell people this. Carry on. Johnson has been waived by the Eagles. Mr. Nebris yeah. himself. This is not obviously huge news. That was sarcasm there. But bigger news, not obviously not news either. The Jaguars released Tim Tebow, Johnny. So um, I know I pour one out for your boy, Tim Tebow. I know you're really uh, you're really heartbroken over this one. 
I'm not too heartbroken, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm glad we don't have to now deal with Sunday lineups. Hey, do I play Tim Tebow this weekend? <laughs> QBs, uh, the Eagles QB turned tight end. Tyree Jackson has a fractured bone in his back and is expected to be sidelined eight to 10 weeks. All right. So that kind of does the, uh, I mean, you feel bad for that guy. That sounds like, it's Hey, uh, I had a week back about a week back. Yeah. I knew this joke was, but it's, uh, uh, Carolina Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore, speaking of back, was pulled out of practice Thursday, August 19th, after his back stiffened up. That source is from around the NFL on the NFL Network. Johnny, any big uh, big ramifications here with your boy DJ Moore? Don't like to see this. Obviously, monitor, uh, monitor the situation, but this could cause his ADP to slightly fall, and I, I am not too concerned at this very moment, but keep monitored. Yeah, we love to we love to take a look at what's going on, but we don't love to see injury news for guys we like, like DJ Moore. Uh, Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields at a groin will return to practice Thursday. Uh, that's what we were told. He was supposed to return to practice yesterday after sitting out previous day. Matt Nagy says the team will play it cautious with Fields, limiting his reps, but added that he expects Fields to play Saturday in the Bears preseason game against the Buffalo Bills. The source, again, is the around the NFL there. Obviously, uh, Fields, Johnny, looking to capitalize again on a great showing that he had last week. Yeah, this sounds like, uh, hey, we need to keep him healthy because we're going to be starting in week one. Yeah, that's what this sounds play like. Cautious. We'll see. Yeah, that. That I'd play it cautious, Johnny, too, because he looks great. Cautious is what we should be feeling about Mark Andrews, Johnny. Baltimore Ravens tight end Mark Andrews this Thursday, yesterday collapsed and was carted off the field given an IV to deal with a bout of dehydration and cramping. He was treated on site and was not transported to a hospital. Sources Jeff Zebriak of the athletic Johnny big, big deal here. If a guy's collapsing on the field, I know that's definitely not good, especially because he has uh, diabetes as well. So keep monitoring this as of right now, of course, he, it's just dehydration. It seems hopefully that he'll be okay. But yeah, this is serious news. Serious news. Yeah, you don't want to suffer from a bout of uh, metaphorical dehydration from fantasy football. So make sure you hit that like and subscribe here on the YouTube channel because we want to keep you hydrated with all that fantasy football fresh good news uh, and, you know, advice to help you win your leagues. Yep. Tennessee Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown with an undisclosed injury or illness or whatever you want to call it didn't practice thursday in the team's joint workouts with the tampa bay buccaneers espn.com's teron davenport reported here anything to see here johnny we got uh, aj brown missing a practice it's, it's still early in training camp maybe they didn't want to show too much to the bucks here yeah i think that might be maybe you know and and what we're seeing is you know close to the hurt situation where hurt sat out last night. What we could probably see is because of these joint practices and coaches are saying that, Hey, these are like, you know, simulated games. And so we could probably start seeing this a little bit more with these, you know, star players or starters where they're, you know, they're getting their practice game reps in these practices and then they end up sitting and then they just look at like the depth players uh, to see who can make these rosters. All right, Johnny, Detroit's Lions, Detroit Lions tight end TJ Hawkinson has established a rapport with Jared Goff and is poised to have a monster 2021 season, according to Tim Twentyman of DetroitLions.com. And Twentyman believes 
Hawkinson will lead the team in catches, targets, and touchdown receptions. Sources DetroitLions.com. Obviously, Tim Twentyman. Johnny, uh, this honestly could have gone in the Nuggets piece, but this is just about the rapport, basically. The report is the rapport between Goff and Hawkinson. I love that. What I want the Twitter handle says what what who is it? Twenty man? Tim yeah. Twenty Man? Does that mean Detroit needs 20 men on the field in order to win a game. I don't uh, I don't know how he came up with that Twitter handle. This is, of course, not news to us. We've been hyping up TJ this whole time or this whole summer offseason. We think he'll be the, the target leader there for Detroit. I'm excited for TJ. I really hope I can I can get him on some teams this year. Oh, you because can't, because I'll, be be, I'll be taking I know, probably, him. probably. Darius Rice says, hashtag Whisper Nation Strong. What up, guys? What up, uh, Darius Rice? Uh, BGW, we have your question here. We will get to that uh, shortly. Uh, we're just going to rattle off through some of these news nuggets. So hang with us, buddy. We'll get you your question. All right, Green Bay Packers quarterback Jordan Love shoulder is unlikely to play in the second preseason game Saturday. Uh, Kurt Benkert, Kurt Benkert, ben. will, it's two Kurtz, uh, will, would start. Source is the athletic Matt Schneidman. So we're not going to see Rodgers. We're not going to see Love. And thus, we will see the third quarterback in this quarterback drama, Kurt Benkert. Johnny, any big, any big anything to see here? I want to see love. That's what I want to see. Yeah, Why do they keep know, keeping too. him a secret, dude? I Let know. him like, go. Let's like see. see. I like to see what he did last week. I'd love to see him, but he got his bell rung a little bit, got that shoulder a little banged up. We'll see what happens yeah. there, maybe in the third game. All right, New York Jets wide receiver Denzel Mims, Johnny's boy, another undisclosed. He left practice early Thursday, but avoided a major injury, according to a report. Source Pro Football Network's Adam Beasley. So, Johnny, uh, big news, little news. Uh, we're breathing a sigh of relief here for Mims. What does this mean for the Jets passing attack? It means that Corey Davis continues to be a tremendous value. He's going super late in drafts, and he's going to be the number one target for this offense. You've already got Elijah Moore banged up as well. I know a lot of people were on Elijah Moore as a rookie, and look, he could have some flashes, but I'm telling you, Corey Davis already seems to have a rapport based on that preseason game. I, I think that you should be bumping him up in your rankings, and I have done so as well. All right, Johnny, moving on. Denver Broncos wide receiver Cortland Sutton said because of his knee that he is hoping to play in one of the team's final two preseason games. He said this on Thursday as he works back from last season's knee injury. We're still talking about it, figuring out uh, what we want to do. We definitely we but definitely going to play in one of them, Sutton said. And the source here is athletic. The athletics, Nick Cosmiter. Johnny, uh, Cortland Sutton, kind of similar to the situation we just had with Mims, where because of Mims and other people's exit out of this offense, we're seeing rapport established with a guy like Jerry Judy for the Broncos. Cortland Sutton out of the lineup. We saw even K.J. Hamler getting in, involved yeah. in that preseason game. What does this mean for the Denver Broncos passing attack? Are you kind of even more scared off of Sutton? I am concerned with Sutton. I do want to see him out there in game action, see how he does. I'm not sure how many targets he'll, he'll get. I'm sure they'll target him once or twice for sure to get him kind of a, a tackle in a, in a game. But I am starting to get a little bit more and more concerned with Sutton as we get closer and closer to uh, the regular season and hearing that he's still dealing with this, Travis. It's, it is a concern, but he's a tremendous talent. So I hope he can get back, but I think it'll be a slow start to the season for sure. 
All right, Buffalo Bills running back Zach Moss. Your boy. Yeah, his hamstring's been bothering him, but he will play in the preseason game on Saturday, according to ESPN.com's Marcel Louis Jacquet. I don't know how to say that in French. (laughs) I apologize, Marcel. Uh, So Zach Moss back in the lineup, Johnny. This is something I'm just going to take a beat and say that I really am excited about. I need to see Zach Moss on the field getting those first-team reps. I need to see what he looks like. The hamstring obviously was an issue. Um, He was a little bit of an issue last year with injuries here and there. I want to see him fully healthy, taking the role that we think he can take because he's such a bargain in drafts right now. I think I think both the Bills running backs, to be honest with you, are a little bit of a bargain if you're doing that All upside three, down. I believe it's Matt Breda season <laughs> yeah, again, baby. Matt Breda. Uh, I I do think that contract will limit them rushing Josh Allen. They're going to be like, hey, dude, I know you want to, but like, let's let's just give it to the running backs, or you know, we'll see. But I do want to I do want to see what he looks like. So here we go. We got Cat's Pajamas saying, what's up, guys? Darius Rice coming in, says E-Man dealing with some soreness. Gabe Davis stock up. Whisper. Yeah. I like Gabe. see what happens there. Carolina, our last bit of news here. Carolina Pack Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold will play one or more, one or two offensive series in the preseason game Saturday, according to head coach Matt Rule. The source is NFL.com. Johnny, Darnold's season for the Panthers officially upon us. I'm excited to see what he looks like. Uh, I know he's got a lot of haters. I am excited to see another yet another player succeed after he has gone away from Adam Gase, and then uh, we'll never have to worry about Adam Gase entering the NFL again. All right, Johnny BGWU has a roster question. What's up, guys? What do you think about this 14-man PPR team? Kyler, Gibson, Sanders, Devontae, Deontay Johnson, Waller, Michael Thomas, Hertz, Moss, Kenyon Drake, Gallup, Tyrell Williams, DJ um, and I'm sorry, Washington defense and Jay Sanders also ETN. Nice. It's a really good team for a 14 teamer who that's a pretty loaded team. Well done. Um, Yeah. Good job, BGW. And thank good job to everybody listening to these news and notes. It is officially brought to you by Manscaped. Your fantasy football draft season is upon us. It's time you put the PP back in PPR league with the sponsors of today's show Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming just launched the new Performance Package 4.0. Don't neglect your balls like the Packers front office has been neglecting Aaron Rodgers. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code TFWMAN. This will help you tame the Troy Polamalu in your pants. Once again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code TFWMAN. That's T-F-W-M-A-N at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code TFWMAN at manscaped.com. T-F-W-M-A-N. Johnny, if your significant other is nagging you about how much time you spend putting in your fantasy football team, you might as well gift them with some beautiful balls from Manscaped. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. And now it's time for the fun part, Johnny. We're going to do some buy or sell on these hype train pieces. We're going to do some buy or sell on the nuggets of the news and nuggets show here. These are the pieces that aren't exactly news. They're not hard hitting facts. We don't have a a lot to tell you about what this means, except for that people are excited about these players. And some of the people is the coach. Some of those people are beat writers. And we're going to talk a little bit about what we think. So, Johnny, I'm going to rattle these off. And then I'm going to ask you buy or sell, and then maybe you could just give us a little spiel on why you think that's a buy or sell there, okay? Yeah. Do what I say, Johnny. Do what I say, not (laughs) as I do. Yeah. Are we buying or selling the hype? Here we go. First one on the list. 
If there was any previous doubt, this is a quote, if there was any previous doubt that James Robinson was the early candidate to be the Jaguars' number one running back entering the 2021 season, that doubt should be mostly put away by now. Robinson was on the field for eight of Lawrence's 15 snaps, including the entire first drive. He had a strong game in pass protection and saw more work on the ground, three carries and just eight snaps, than both Carlos Hyde and Travis Etienne saw. Robinson got the first snaps of the for the Jaguars and the most significant snaps with the first-team offense, showing the importance and value he holds for the Jacksonville Jaguars' starting offense. Quote, this is why James Robinson is hashtag Jaguars starting RB, points out the blitz to Lawrence pre-snap, then picks it up perfectly to give him time to convert the first third down of the game. Sources the Jaguar report. So the Jaguar report really high. On James Robinson, we've seen his ADP fall because of ETN's stock. I brought up James Robinson as a change of heart player in uh, this week's episode in our change of heart that I'm kind of coming around on the fact that he's probably going to be the first first and second down banger, got the pass protection work in there, and he's also probably going to be the goal line back. But, Johnny, how are you feeling? Are you buying or selling this hype? I know personally you haven't been uh, on the J-Rob train. I'm actually selling this hype. I think that it's – it's kind of funny that people, you know, there James Robinson and Gaskin were going in the same situation, right? Right around the same part of the draft. And then you had a, a piece come out about uh, how Miami was going to be a, a, you know, committee there. And people freaked out. They instantly were like, oh, Gaskin too high. This is what we thought. And yet when then we jump ship over to Robinson and what and we know that this offense runs a three-headed committee they've always have with under bevel and then all of a sudden robinson who it it showed the example that robinson wasn't in full time he is going to split time with hyde he is going to split time with etn again we know he's going to get the bulk of those rushing attempts like you said and so i just think that the perception of how how much of a timeshare or split you know market share these, these players are going to get is a little bit warped, and I think it's very similar to what Gaskin has or is going to get as well. So I do think that Robinson is going to be a, a, a some you know a flex low end RB two, and you know you'll be able to throw him in your lineup, but I I don't think he's going to be at all what he was last year. I don't think I think people are also going to be frustrated the amount that ETN plays the amount uh, uh, that Carlos Hyde also plays. So I, I mean, take that for whatever you want to take it as, uh, as you're listening to this, but yeah. you know, it still scares me that, because people still think that he's going to be this tremendous value. And I, I don't think he's going to be a tremendous value. I think he'll be a decent play for you. Yeah, RB23 is off the board. That That's what he was Wednesday. We'll see if these puff pieces and his use, his use in, in the preseason boost that up because I think that's right about where we think he can finish, RB23, and you don't want to nearly be drafting people at their ceiling and their floor. I'm just saying that for me personally, I'm starting to look a little bit more at James Robinson, especially in those zero RB builds, as a guy that's going to consistently get some work at the low end RB2 level. But I think you're right. I think you can't go in thinking he's going to be the RB7 like he was last year. And I, I think that's a uh, that's egregious as well. But I think we are looking at something that there's going to be some value in James Robinson if he falls in your league. you got some guys that uh, aren't want to pass on him. All right, moving on to the Indianapolis Colts. Frank Wright on Jonathan Taylor quoted, said, that guy looks so good right now. I can't even tell you. <laughs> Taylor's so been the best player on this offense throughout camp. The source is Zach Kiefer on Twitter. 
He looks so good right now, Johnny. Hey, yeah, I, I, you look so good right now, Travis. I'll just say that. How is that for a hype piece right there? Hey, huh? that's not. Hey, you're not lying. I've been the hey. best player on this podcast. No, that's <laughs> not true. Because today I botched the intro, but uh, we try here. But are we buying or selling this Jonathan Taylor, best player on the field? All this stuff. Obviously, we kind of think he's that. Where he's the highest drafted player on the Colts in fantasy football. Are mm-hmm. you buying this JT hype? Yeah, I am. I, I do think that JT is going to be, a, again, one of those running backs that is going to be a top 12 running back. Now, will he be the overall number one? I have my doubts that he could be the number one overall running back, but I do think he ends up being at the end of the year an RB1. I love it. I love what we're talking about here, and I love Do It 420 pops in and says, hey, what's up, guys? Hi, Everybody in here. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe over on the YouTube channel. Helps us grow the page. We appreciate it. Almost to 1750, Travis. Get there. Help us get up to Hey, by the start of the season. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Vic Fangio from the Denver Broncos, head coach on Javante Williams, says ultimately the number one job of a running back is to be able to make people miss or break tackles. And he was able to do that. And you could only find that in a game. So I was really anxious to see him, and obviously he didn't disappoint. Sources the Broncos wire. Johnny, we've been hearing a lot of hype on Javante all year. Are you buying this from his head coach saying it was he finally put uh, practice to film on the on the game speed? I am. But he looked great out there. I don't uh, you know. I don't know if Whisper Nation got to see the game, but when he was in, he was very impressive. I everyone's very excited on Javante Williams. But again, uh, we have a uh, to plug in our Patreon here real quick on a side note. We have a uh, face off Friday coming out today and where we debate, you know, Javante Williams as part of one of the the debates. And I just think that he ends up being the cam makers of this year. And what that means is that he will start the season off slow and then he'll end up coming on in the back half of the of the year and he could win you a league for sure it's just are you wanting to take that draft capital now and invest in it and then have him sit on your bench for the next you know 5 to 6 weeks until he could potentially fully take over that that deal and that gig and if and if he does Travis that's a, a very good value right but i just am i would i'm almost considering just rather trading for him after the season starts people get bummed because they don't see him as the immediate starter and then going and trying to make a move for him then uh unless it's big travi or else you know that's not going to happen because he's he already knows what my game plan is so bgw and kyle ellis in the youtube chat have been asking some questions about their lineups i just wanted to drop the discord channel so you guys know that we are answering those questions over in the discord channel as well that way you don't get feel like we're neglecting you as we work through these news and notes right now all right johnny we know what you think about hawkinson but i'll just put it in here anyways hawkinson might be having the best summer of anyone in Allen park and has been jared goff's number one target in the passing game and has been the best target in camp, and it's not even close. This is Danny Kelly on Twitter. You're obviously buying this one, Johnny. Yeah, I definitely am buying this one. Love Hawkinson. We talked about it at the top of the show, uh, and uh, I'm full aboard, full aboard the Hawkinson hype. Yeah, and do it 420. You're asking will you guys answer questions prior to the show. Uh, we will be answering yeah. at the end when we do at behind the, the scenes too. So don't feel like you have to go away to Discord. Definitely stay with us. Uh, we'll be working through here. Johnny, this one cracks me up. Hype for the entire Chargers passing game. <laughs> yes. All right. I told you guys the best passing offense in the league. We're going to throw the <laughs> shit down the field. We're going to throw this shit down the field, is what Brandon Staley said. And the source is Daniel Popper on Twitter. Johnny. 
best offense in the game, passing offense in the game for the Chargers. Look, they are loaded. We saw Herbert play very well last year. How do we feel about this? Are we buying this hype for the best passing offense in the league? I'll be honest, dude. This might be this might be a hot take right now, Travis, but they could literally be the worst passing offense in their own division, let alone trying to be the best. I mean, you've got you got you have to be better than Kansas City. I don't think so. You've got to be. I mean, the Raiders are pretty pass happy. Uh, and then you've got the Denver Broncos who, you know, have uh, they could air it out quite often. And so it's like, I don't know if they're I going mean, to be I would the put best the in the league. Is the second best in that division uh, yeah. just based on paper. But yeah, I right. get what you're saying. They're definitely not even the number one in their, in their division as far as pass happy. But yeah. I think Staley is just seeing his weapons, getting really excited. But we're not buying that they'll be the best passing offense in the league. Right, Johnny? No, not at all. As the running back by committee approach grows in popularity across the league, Seattle will be a bit more traditional and build its run game around one clear-cut starter in Chris Carson. We roll with Chris, Morton said. That's how it goes. Source Adam Levitan on Twitter. Johnny, if you're saying there's an RBBC everywhere else, not in Seattle. Chris Carson is the guy. We buying this? I am buying this, or at least that he'll get the bulk of the carries there. I think that he is a very good value there in the third round. I think he always gets disrespected. I brought him up as a change of heart type of player on our last episode. So if you haven't checked that out, go check that out on our channel. I talked about this on the show, Travis. They they gave him 14 over $14 million per year or not per year, excuse me, $14 over two years. That's quite a bit of money for a running back. And like Hugh Jackson has told us, Travis, you follow the money, man. They'll pay if they pay up their means are going to use them. And you're also getting this hype. That's why you want to, you want to pair the smoke with the fire baby. And that's when you get the ultimate. That's when you're like, that's uh, when you get a and good cast score. away, dude. And Castaway, when he's like yeah. in front of the fire, that's what I, happens. Look what I have created. Look what I have. Yeah, that's Chris Carson. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Our next puff piece Ooh, comes from JP is- Finley on Twitter. Kyle Allen says that Washington is trying to push Antonio Gibson into a similar role as Christian McCaffrey played in Carolina. That's a big role. So, Johnny, not only am I asking, are you buying or selling this uh, hype, but does this mean we need to start drafting Antonio Gibson in the first round, Johnny? I am leaning more. I mean, I wouldn't do it in the middle, but I'm leaning more and more towards grabbing. If you're in that like 10, 11 spot, obviously if it's 12, then you could draft him in the second. But I, I do think he'll end up settling probably right around that 11, 10 spot as we get closer and closer to the season. I mean, my favorite part of the quote here is, quote unquote that's a big role like <laughs> yeah we know yeah. that's a huge role everyone knows that's a huge role and it has us like salivating at the thought of gibson filling in and we had heard this we had heard this starting from last year travis when they drafted him they were like oh he has cmc qualities and we all kind of laughed at that and then we actually saw the running come to fruition and we also know he can pass catch because he was a former wide receiver so i am i'm really hyped on gibson I am more and more getting used to and comfortable with the idea of of taking him. I think he kind of fills in or replaces where Acres was going, right? And the hype that Acres was getting. I think that that's what ends up happening with Gibson. And I'm all about it, baby. I'm ready for it. 
Oh, man, this one is tough, Johnny. We've got Gibson right there in that, you know, second round, beginning of the second round, like you said, where Cam Akers was going. There's other guys that I really like there a lot, though. There's the Jonathan yeah. Taylors, De'Aaron Jones. You have your Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon. There's so many guys at the back end of that. Um, I just think so much of what we want out of Gibson is a hypothetical. You know, we have to oh. see it. We have to see it, and I just don't know. I mean, I'm taking him there most times. Like, I have good shares of Gibson, don't get me wrong, but if we push him all up into the first round, are we still getting what we want where we get him and maybe a Devontae Adams or him and a Kyrie Kill? Um, is that it the same as getting one of these other guys like Aaron Jones who's solidified it, who's done it already, and Austin Eckler who we know, you know? I think that that's the question. Will Gibson get the full workload? Or will Austin Eckler get goal line carries? That's the question you got to answer when you're looking at yeah. these turns. Is Joe Mixon actually going to stay healthy and be the guy this whole year and get more passing game work? So yeah. many questions that are there at the back half of the first, but I was, it's exciting to work through it. Stick with us, Whisper Nation, and we'll get you going there. Nick Sirianni says Jalen Rieger's 1v1 reps yesterday were special. Says he can see Rieger's athleticism, elite athleticism, starting to pair up with strong fundamentals source Elliot Shore parks on Twitter. Johnny, are you buying or selling Jalen Rieger here? Oh man, I am. Have you seen these hype? Like he's had like three awesome hype, like little clips come out already on Twitter where they're like one handed grabs yeah. and like tight coverage. And I'm excited. I think that a lot of people overlooked him. I understand also that that Devonta Smith is there and that we expect a big you know rookie season from him, but I do think that he can put it together. Like we've we've seen this time and time again, where and this used to be the norm. Like remember before these rookies started like really popping off, Travis, it, right away it used to be the norm that like these second year receivers were when they started to really figure it out. Right. And so I think with him going back into his normal position, you know, not being the quote unquote alpha and then being put as a number two, he's able to show off his abilities more. He's getting coverage, not from the number one cornerback. So he's able to take advantage of that. And we've always known he was like an athletic guy, like a super athletic uh, a free coming out of college, which is why the Eagles wanted to get him. I'm excited. And I'm uh, side note. I'm a little mad at myself because Travis, and I were in trade negotiations like a few weeks ago. And I don't know why I did not try to target Rieger from him. Uh, Cause I know he was a little bit, he was a little yeah. on the ropes. Uh, Travis well, was a little on the ropes with him. And it was if just we a, have a change of heart about a whole passing group. I'm starting to get that way with Philly here. We've got Devonta Smith, obviously, but Quez Watkins in that first preseason yeah. game looking good. We've Joe got Flacco, your boy. <laughs> we got the tight ends going on. We'll see what happens with Jalen Hurts. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, but there's some things working around in there in Philly if they can keep that line healthy. Our boy Zare in here saying yeah. hello, hashtag 14s. What's up, buddy? Oh, he's yeah. talking about the listener league for this weekend. Hashtag 14s. We're getting in there. Yeah. All right. If you like and uh, you feel like what you're hearing, you want that fresh fantasy football content each and every day, hit that like and subscribe if you're over on the YouTube channel and follow us on whatever platform you like to consume your fantasy football content because I guarantee you we are on it. All right. We're moving on to more nuggets. I have a hunch that Marquez Valdez Scantling, this is Matt Schneidman of The Athletic, is going to have a monster season for him, at least. <laughs> 1,000 yards and eight TDs. His hands have looked much more reliable during camp 
and they that they have in season than they have in seasons past. His career high in catch percentage, side note here, is 54%. And I think he'll be far more than just a deep ball threat. So, Johnny, are we buying what Matt Schneidman's here is saying about MVS? Because Rob Domoski, just before we get your final answer, says MVS is easily having his best camp, showed great hands just now. So we've got multiple reports coming out that MVS is here and he is making his case to continue to catch balls. And this this year he's not going to drop them. So, Johnny, are we buying it? <laughs> Uh, I am Tra Travis got mad at me on the pre-show uh, as we were going through rundowns of this and he's I just trying to get me he's no, trying to get me again I, no I just I just rattled off I was like hey I I kind of think this could be possible because this is what we saw from Devonte Adams early in his career he was having trouble with drops and then guess what like he broke out he he fixed the drop issue he's one of the best if not the best wide receiver in the game right now and to think that this couldn't happen with MBS, who, uh, you know, it does take some time for these, you know, wide receivers that were taken higher in, or later in drafts, excuse me, to kind of pan out. You got Aaron Rodgers there. You know that there's ability of targets to go around. So I am kind of buying this as maybe a potential late round. I do want to see it a little bit in preseason. Hopefully we get, you know, a couple of uh, good opportunities where he could drop it. And he doesn't. We'll see. But uh, I am kind of buying this and I, I would like it. I would like it. I would love it. But I don't know if I can if my heart can take buying this again with another player. Yeah, I know. Aaron right. <laughs> All right. We've got some more stuff from bangles.com. Joe Burrow bobbed and weave fainted and fired on his way to 11 of 15 passing and team drills. <laughs> and he and his old pal Jamar Chase to thank. He had his whole he had his old pal Jamar Chase to thank. Chase had a monstrous day himself and scored three times on tight goal line fades despite blanket coverage by cornerbacks. That was defeated by Bur by perfect Burrow loss. I mean, the Bengals are really excited, obviously, about yeah. this pairing. That's the source here. But Johnny, are we buying this connection in camp translating to big fantasy numbers this year? I, 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 you know what I will buy, Travis, is you, maybe you doing the, maybe like in a, in a movie theater voice in a world where Joe, Joe Burrow bobbed and weaved one guy, <laughs> <laughs> one, one guy, one Jamar Chase, one wide receiver, 11 defenders, <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. that would be, uh, I would buy that part. Uh, I, I'm a really concerned with Joe Burrow and then I you know I'll get these puff pieces and I'm trying not to get too swayed back and forth because I don't I don't want to be like Katy Perry you know hot and cold on Joe Burrow uh, I've been doing some good amount of research on him I want him to do well and I want Jamar Chase to do well but I also don't I'm also fading Jamar Chase a little bit because of you know, looking at the target market shares for a guy like Tyler Boyd and, and been being a little bit too low on on him. And, you know, you've got T Higgins, who people have said, you know, is like really popping off during training camp, really becoming that kind of TD threat. I am a little bit concerned with with Jamar Chase, Travis. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm concerned because he's the highest one that you need to take in drafts of these Cincinnati Bengals. And I don't think he'll end up being the number one wide receiver at the end of the year scoring the most fantasy points for him yeah that's a tough one there so i mean i 
I really just want to at least have a couple exposures to Jamar Chase. You're the one who turned me on to this saying like it take a little bit of him because you don't want to mm. be completely out on him. But yeah, it's tough to get behind this. You know, T Higgins exists there. Obviously, Tyler Boyd. We've got an offensive line that's in shambles. I, I'm I'm struggling to find a reason to draft a lot of uh, Bengals other than Joe Mixon this year. Yeah. T Higgins, who I do kind of like, uh, Ron Rivera was compared was, I'm sorry. This is from JP Finley on Twitter. He says, Ron Rivera has compared rookie running back Jarrett Patterson to chargers. Great Darren Sproles. And now Rivera says he wants to see Patterson get some reps as a punt returner. Very, very interesting. Considering what we just said about Gibson over there in Washington, Patterson has looked good last night in preseason opener. So Johnny, are we buying or selling Sproles light over here? You're just, Jarrett Patterson. You're just laying this on me now, Travis? Yeah. What was this earlier? To bury the lead, bro. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, I I am somewhat buying that this could potentially be a down-the-road kind of thing. Uh, again, we know that they're going to use two backs. We see teams do this all the time. Do I think that completely limits Gibson's upside or hinders it in, in any way? I don't, because I think eventually what they'll do is – this, you see this path taken so many times with players where they start off, they get on the field, they want to use them, they get used to game speed, and they keep you know, teaching them the position. And then when they're ready to go and take over, I expect him to take over for J.D. McKissick and be that same type of back for them. Uh, but I'm not really concerned this year with him. All right, our next uh, puff piece here is Aaron Rice on Twitter who says, Nico Collins has been one of the better wideouts in camp, often moving the chains over the middle of the field. At six foot four, Collins is the team's tallest receiver, the sort of target that the Texans lacked a season ago when they emphasized speed above all else at the position. Johnny, are we buying Nico Collins, a dynasty and, and redraft in any kind of format that we can scrape together? Are you buying any kind of excitement here for Nico Collins? Oh, Absolutely. Because as we mentioned and referred to earlier, in a world where <laughs> Nico Collins, you know, uh, I, I, Nico uh, Collins, uh, in, in all seriousness, Nico Collins definitely is going to be a guy we will bring up this year on on some waiver wire show. I'm not necessarily saying you should go out and, and definitely draft him. He is on that list for me, though, of late round dart throws. In case, you know, some of my other top dart throws get taken, he is on that list because he did have a very good productive C, uh, college career. There has been a lot of hype prior to him, you know, in, in his like rookie mini camp. There was there was some hype going around and he's only got for competition on targets, Anthony Miller and, you know, Kiki Cutie and and Cooks which we expect Cooks to be that number one, but Cooks has never truly been a number one. He's been more of that like Robin to Batmans. And so I do think that we are, you know, heavily discrediting Houston right now because Tyrod Taylor, we'll see what the quarterback position lays out. But I do think we do need to take a good look at Nico Collins because he is talented. And we do know that you can be productive if you're the number one on even a terrible team. I do also have him. I drafted him. This is a little side note. I drafted him the last round of the Scott Fishbowl, Travis. So I'm loving this. Uh, so the bias is coming in here. No All bias. Right. I, I just, knew it. 
There is a fast-growing sentiment on among Eagles players that Jalen Hurts is undoubtedly the franchise QB. His work ethic, intangibles, and overall skill level have captured the entire locker room. Players I've spoken with are consistently consistently blown away by Hurts on and off the field. This is Thomas R. Peterson on Twitter. Last night it had to be off the field they were blown away because he never <laughs> even saw the field after warming up. Johnny, what do we make of this, where we're hearing this out of beat reports, and then we're seeing the way the Eagles have been treating him publicly what do we make of Jalen Hurts? Is he the Eagles franchise quarterback? Is he going to start this year? And uh, what what say you, Johnny? I, I tweeted this out last night after I saw, I don't know if Whisper Nation saw the video, but there was a video and you got, you got Hurts, you know, dancing after he does a handoff. He looked good. He looked fine. And then all of a sudden he didn't play. And there was some like questioning after the game on what happened. It was very not well put together information. So people started to doubt whether or not the information was correct or not. I am buying this, Travis. I am absolutely buying this. I'm also buying, like I said, I was tweeting out last night. I believe that this just proved that Nick Sirianni has a fantasy football draft coming up this weekend or next weekend. And he doesn't want the hype getting out of control on Hertz. So that way he can still get him out of great ADP bargain because the moment we see what he does in this offense and how good he is and remind people how good he is. And now that he has weapons around him that he actually can take a step forward in his in his completion percentage, his ADP will rise. And so I am buying this 100 percent. I love Hertz as a later round dart throughout the quarterback position that has tremendous, tremendous upside. I'm talking not only QB one upside. Not only does Nick Sirianni have a fantasy draft coming up, but you Whisper Nation have a fantasy draft coming up. Make sure you get that link in the buy or in the in the comments right now to go get that draft kit. We're putting it out there. Or go to the fantasywhispers.com, go to the shop and get the draft kit today to dominate your draft. Industry on low, only $15. Johnny, two more pieces of no, news and nuggets here. Connection with Tua Te- Tungavailoa and Jalen Waddle looks sweet out here. Chemistry starting to look reminiscent of Tuscaloosa. Waddle making several tough catches look routine today. The source is Cameron Wolf on Twitter. Johnny, are you buying the connection with Tua and Waddle here? Absolutely, I am buying this because we know that we know that Fuller is going to be missing at least one game because of uh, his positive PED test, and then we we know that Parker can't really stay healthy. We've seen him do that throughout his career. So there is a very real chance that Waddle plays early and often and he stays on the field. We talked about this connection and how that often helps when you have it. We talk about with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I think that it would be a disservice if we didn't bring that up for Tua. And we expect Tua to also take a huge step forward, Travis, this year. So I am buying this, man. I am buying this hype. I'm buying the hype for all of Miami, basically. I'm telling you that. So not buying the Cincy hype, but buying the Miami yeah. hype. I just have to make sure I'm hearing that. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. For whatever it's worth, Carson Wentz has been out at practice each of the last six days. No boot, no cast, no problem. He'll start talk t- taking walkthrough reps soon. 25 days until the opener. Zach Kiefer on Twitter. Johnny, are you buying Carson Wentz fast return and back into the lineup here? Yeah, I kind of am. I think he wants to get out there and prove to people that he isn't this terrible quarterback or that he isn't injury prone. I think that that's what he's you know, really trying to prove. We know that he has listened to media before. And so I do think 
based on what the media was saying, especially after he got the foot injury. And I think he was, you know, we kind of saw this as he was trying to play through that foot injury at first. He wasn't going to, you know, he's always a short term thing. And then he had to go and see the doctors. Right. And that was what when he had the surgery. I do think that Carson Wentz is trying to return before week one. I do think he wants to prove people that he is a good quarterback. Do you? All right. I do mean, you? yeah, I think I think that's probably within his best interest, given like what happens when you're we can't get on the field. Anything can happen. I mean, we saw yeah. greater QBs than him get their jobs taken, and he's had his job taken by Nick Foles at times before. So, yeah, this is a guy that I think wants to get on the field. He's hungry to prove it. I I would buy all that as well. Yeah. All right. For those of you that enjoyed the stream, please hit us with a like and subscribe on your way out the door. Johnny, any last words before we hit to the end of this stream and get into some behind the scenes talk? Uh, no, just have a great weekend. Make sure you uh, tune in on Sunday. We'll be live streaming at 10 a.m. Pacific time. That is 1 p.m. Eastern time for our live stream of our mock or of our draft. Excuse me. No mock this time. It's actual draft. No mocking around here. All right, for Johnny Game Time Hicks, I'm Big Travi. We're the Fancy Whispers. We'll see you behind the scenes. Peace. Right here. And just like that. And we're, we're back behind the scenes. that quick. Did you see the curtain like close? And then and then now you're back. We we you're no longer in the audience, dude. Oh yeah, no longer in the audience. All right, no. so we've got the listener league Sunday. We're in that 14 spot. What what do we what yeah. do we think, dude? Are we are we going QB early? Yeah, Pizza Belly saying so pumped for Sunday. I don't, I don't, what I do think is funny is that we we have people already hyping up for the weekend, right? Uh, Hyping up for the draft, saying they're going to win our draft and everything, even though they don't have any players yet. So I don't know how you do that. But uh, I, I do think that it won't be as, it won't be like what we saw on the mock draft last Monday. I don't know that we take a quarterback early. I don't know. That's just my that's my thoughts, but we'll see. I know Big Travi is definitely on the. He wants to. I mean, I uh, like to take at least one. Yeah, I know you do. But uh, I guess you know I could be. I mean, it, it could we? It, maybe, maybe we we got that third round reversal. We're in the fourteen spot, so and we have a third round reversal. Whisper Nation wasn't really happy about that right away, but. We had it in there. It was plugged in. Plugged in. <laughs> plugged in. Sounds like a case of fantasy hubris. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. I, I, uh... I think that with the depth of, of quarterbacks, especially with the rookies and things like that, I think that we could we could see a lot more quarterbacks go a little bit later that have tremendous value. So it will be interesting to look at what the landscape is once it gets to us to see what skill position players are there. I'm not saying that we definitely do go to skill position players. I'm not saying we don't go to quarterbacks because we did it on, on Monday and our team was decent. It was pretty good. I don't mind getting the value. Like if we have a big run before us, which we likely will because it is, it is super flex. Like I don't mind grabbing a, you know, maybe a Kelsey and a, and a Devonte or something there. You know, we like yeah. stacks we stack some good elite pieces and then we're able to kind of make it, you know, maybe we do our QBs in five and six instead, you know, after stacking a few running backs. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid of it. I don't mind even rolling the dice and going with the rookies, you know, get a Lance and a fields here, you know, 
uh, what do you think is going to be the biggest, like, wh- where do you think is going to be, like, the biggest shock of the first round? Like, a reach for your guy. Like, a reach for your guy. I mean, if we see somebody take a QB over Mahomes, I think that'll probably be a little bit, you know, wild. If we see... If we see something totally different than we've seen in our mocks, which would be Whisper Nation actually goes skill position players and leaves the quarterbacks, that would be wild. I'd be shocked to see that. Um, some of the other things there. Just excited for this draft. It's going to be big. We went from a 14 team last year. We're doing 14 again, but now we're super flexing it. We're adding that other flex. I mean, this is going to be a rough, tough league to be having success in. I think that, you know what? The more I think about it, Johnny, I think that's why you're on to something here when we say, we may, excuse me, we may wait on quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because if we stack enough of these skill positions, we're going to have big advantages uh, on guys that definitely have that. Yeah. Uh, Pizza Belly hopping in here. With 14 teams in Superflex, QBs are extra valuable since not everyone will be able to get three starters. I do agree with that, that, you know, quarterbacks are more valuable because they, you obviously can start two of them and you'd probably want three. But there are going to be a lot of quarterbacks that you're going to be able to plug and play as well. And so that's why I just, it'll be interesting again, like Travis said, um, especially as Whisper Nation gets through and seeing where they take and value the quarterback and more specifically those skill position players. But I'm, I'm thinking... I'm thinking, you know, we do what we always do. We're, we're like water. We'll see how the, the teams are playing out. We do know a little bit about what these players do like because they mock draft with us so often. So we, I, like Death by Rona was in there in our chat being like, oh, I'm going to get so many guys at a steal. I wasn't even drafting. I wasn't even drafting for uh, my team last week. Yeah. I was just seeing what people, and it's like. Was anybody? Maybe a couple of people. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Were we? I don't know. No. You'll see on Sunday. That's what you will in a world <laughs> where you get to watch an actual draft. Well, uh, Whisper Nation, we hope you you tune in on Sunday. It's been a pleasure and a joy to give you another week full of fantasy football content. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe if you haven't already. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Got a peace. <laughs> Peace, peace. I said peace. I said peace. All right. Peace out, Whisper Nation. Have a great weekend. Right here. Oh, hey, you made it to the end of the video. If you like what you saw and you want to learn how to dominate your own draft and win your own league, head on over to thefantasywhispers.com and grab your copy of the Fantasy Whispers draft kit today. Or click the link in the description below. And if you're still not sold, check out one of these videos.